Hi, and welcome to the Fanbyte spoiler cast for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I'm joined by uh, Funke Joseph and LB Hunk Tears to discuss the Pink Puffball and his newest adventure in a, an unfamiliar world. He's kind of a stranger in a strange land. And um, Robert Heinlein uh, worked on this one from Beyond the Grave. Uh, how are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm happy for Kirby and the the Kirby Grammy Award. Um, Kirby did win a yes. Grammy. That's true. Very happy yeah, for Kirby. Now, um, I'm actually so inspired by Kirby inhaling things. I've inhaled the coronavirus, so okay. I sound different. Um, okay. During this episode. Okay. So what I wanted to ask to start was sort of the fun classic social media question of if Kirby ate you, if you were devoured by Kirby and you didn't exist anymore, but Kirby sort of got your essence, um, assuming you didn't have COVID at the time. Yes. What kind of powers would he obtain? For me, it would be, uh, not to brag, but natural prowess at fighting games. He'd be able to figure them out. Wow. Pick up the controller, whatever the controller is. Kirby. Yep. Damn, Elby, how about you? Uh, I mean, it's actually in the, it's, it's already like an official one, okay. um, which is uh, Sleep Kirby. <clears throat> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, how about you, Merritt? I think he'd probably just start getting up really early and talking about how he's like cutting sugar out of his life and um, <laughs> just working a lot. That'd be so and, hard for him. Everything sugar. I know. That that's up. all he eats. Um, he just be starting eating bran flakes, start wearing glasses, even though he doesn't really need them. Um, you know, fun they stuff. protect his eyes from screens. They protect his eyes from the blue light. And um, we all need that in our lives. But responsible um, adult Kirby, responsible grown up. He has a he has a Roth IRA now. <laughs> Boy, um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is the first Kirby game in a grip. Um, Star Allies came out in 2018 on the Switch, but it was pretty standard side-scrolling game. Um, it's sort of focused on having these, your, like, friends help you. Forgotten Land, I believe, is the first fully 3D Kirby game. There have been other games that have 3D elements in them. There's a mini game in Kirby 64 that was really fun that was 3D. But, uh, this is the first sort of 3D Kirby action game. And, like, so I'm curious, Funke and Elby... Um, what is your experience with Kirby, the character, the series coming to this game? Uh, I will go first because it's short. Uh, not much. Uh, <laughs> I really like Kirby as a character design uh, and I've always really liked Kirby as a character design, but I'm not much of a platformer person mm-hmm. um, at all. So I've played like some free Kirby demos and been like, this is cute. I love this shape. I love this friendly face and a round shape. Mm-hmm. I love yep. this one. Um, and that's about it. And this is my first full Kirby game. I hit credits last night. I had a fucking blast. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm rethinking my stance on platformers. I'm, Ooh. I love, I love him. Yeah. I think maybe it's just, I like platformers if it's this one guy if who I love to behold. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Funke. Yeah. Tell us. I've been playing Kirby since a wee little lad. Um, when I was in kindergarten, this kid would promise me every single day that he would give me Kirby's Dreamland, <laughs> and I would go home and my parents would be like, you know, he's lying to you, right? Like people can lie. Like not everyone's telling the truth. <laughs> oh shit. That's how I you like, discovered lies. I know. <laughs> and I was like, no way he's lying. And he never gave me the game. Um, yeah, but I picked up the other Kirby games. I played uh, Dreamland eventually and then Kirby's Adventure and... Uh, Nightmare in Dreamland, Amazing Mirror, Canvas Curse, Squee Squad, Superstar Ultra, a bunch of them. And then I kind of stopped. I don't think I played any on the Wii or the 3DS. Uh, and no, I, I, I was kind of going to pick up Star Allies, but then I was like, nah, it's thing, not It's not like yeah. jumping out to me. It's Star Allies also is like, oh, it's a Nintendo priced $60 premium game with by all accounts, that is like extremely simplistic and not that interesting and sort of the same kind of thing. You could just replay um, Superstar. You know, Superstar. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it, it feels like watered down that, but yeah, full price Nintendo yeah. price. 
too. Right, which is, yeah, and didn't really seem to bring much to the table. So I was sort of always keeping an eye out for that to go on sale because for me, that's how I've really been playing a lot of Kirby games over the past few years. It's like, like I played Triple Deluxe on the 3DS and uh, I think that was maybe the last one I actually played. Um, the first one I ever played was also Kirby's Dreamland, which was on the original Game Boy. And um, my cousins had it. And I thought it was like the cutest fucking thing in the world. And um, I could never beat King Dedede because you don't actually have powers in that game. You can just eat things and then spit them out. Um, they didn't add that until uh, Kirby's Adventure on the NES in 1993. And he's and, white. Uh, he is white on the cover. They whitewashed Kirby. Um, it's fucked what? up. But not, not right. in the game. And it's only in the North American one. They also historically have done this fun thing uh, with Kirby where the North American releases always make him look more serious. Because they're like, oh, people won't want to play a fun game about a cute little blob guy. He has to have a scowl on. <laughs> uh, it is very cute when he scowls. But though. he is very cute when he scowls. Yeah. That's the thing. It makes him more cute. Um, Kirby is shaped like a friend. And in his newest adventure, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, he uh, is... In a new realm, he's not in on Popstar, which is the the planet that he's from, which is shaped like a big cartoon star. Great um, planet. It's I a never great planet. It was named that before this. Great game. planet, uh, solid planet, one of the best. People are always telling me, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, basically, in in ways, it is very similar to to old Kirby games because you're 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 this guy, Kirby. Uh, you heard about this guy? Um, he walks around and sucks things up and gets powers by eating them. Um, but it's in three dimensions and it's level based. So, um, you're going through a series of levels that are attached to a series of worlds. In a sense, it's like a very traditional 3d platformer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you, your whole, well, half of your planet gets like sucked into the new world, like the beast world. Um, and you also meet Alphalin at the beginning of your adventure. Yeah. Which is... What is, how would you describe it? It looks like, like a, a flying Pokemon. chinchilla. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say like a blue chinchilla like, Pokemon. It looks yeah. like the chinchilla Pokemon. Um, yes. Yeah. And I forget what that one's called, but it's like a weird chinchilla that's like, hey, yeah, uh, the beast pack is uh, kidnapping all your friends. Help. Yeah. Uh, but he's also immediately best friends with Kirby. He's like, Kirby, I love walking around with you. Uh -huh. like, you're the best, <laughs> okay. dude. But to be fair, if you met Kirby, for the no, first yeah. time. Yep. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be the same. same. I'd be like, I am never letting this guy out of my sight. This is the best <laughs> guy I ever met. I fucking love this dude. I'm crazy about this guy. So the um, weird thing about this world, though, is that it is a post-apocalyptic setting. Uh, it's It looks like something out of like a, a first-person grim shooter, except for all the cute enemies around. But like all of the buildings are crumbling. There's like moss growing up over them. There's no people anywhere. Um, there are signs and things, but they're all in this language that I believe has been translated at this point, but, you know, mm. isn't, it's just like a, a cipher, basically. Um, but you get this sense of like this world that existed, but, uh, and that's all, it's for, been forgotten. Yeah, now. like a city though, like people live there and like yeah, businesses like were there. Yeah, like a human city. Yeah. yeah, there's a mall, there's a... Like a carnival, there's uh there's actually a few malls, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. there's and yeah, and there's all these like things that well there's like the big thing about this. I first saw about this game uh in the preview where Kirby becomes car. Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and when I saw yes. that I was like, Oh, okay, haha, that's kinda weird. I love when Kirby becomes car. Yes. Um, oh, it's great. Fucking Fuck it, you, it was you, right, who did that on the site, the Mouthful Mode uh, rankings. Yeah, I ranked all of them. Right? Yeah. I love those. Do we want to, like... Great, yeah. Mouthful yeah, mode let's is talk like about main... that because that is, like, the one of the main new things, right? Mm -hmm. It's fully 3D and also Mouthful Mode, I think, are the big draws of this Kirby game. Um, mouthful Mode, if you don't know, it is... Uh, Kirby can suck in powers, generally, and then he gets, like, a hat or something uh, that represents the enemy he just swallowed, and he gets their power. But with Mouthful Mode, he sucks in things that are too big, in quotes, for him to actually consume. So he kind of, like, grapples onto them, and they wear him, kind of. He becomes and the hat, in a way. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With like cars or staircases or uh, rings, cones. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff. Vending machine. Love the vending machine. Yeah, vending machine is so fun. And, the, and those things like open up other parts of the level that you could not get with like regular standard Kirby powers. Uh, and it's it's cool. It's a, it's a different uh, sense of power than the, the standard ones. Uh, I think it shakes things up uh, in a good way. Yeah, I mean, I can't speak to how much it shakes things up because, again, this is my first uh, full Kirby experience. But it like it makes sense, I feel like, for him um, mm-hmm. to be like as this being that defies physics um, to just like continue to defy physics in these weird, cool ways. I love seeing him stretched around things and like. I guess like there's there's a like the there was that Pokemon game uh, fairly recently where you could make Pikachu very big um, mm-hmm. and make it make guy big. We're seeing much. We're seeing more and more make guy big. <laughs> um, but I feel like this was a really creative, like interesting, thoughtful way of making Kirby bigger because um, mm. he's not that much bigger, but he's big enough and in these weird shapes where he can break through things. Um, more easily than like if he's like just throwing a bomb at something or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just, I really like that. It, like it, it kind of hits that same part of brain where it's like, where you're like baby putting blocks through. <laughs> <laughs> it's this thing fitting. It's that old Tumblr block of like the things fitting into other things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, at first, I will say that at first the mouthful mode did um, freak me out a little bit because it looked like he was mm. being like stretched out um, like a balloon or something. And it like, mm-hmm. and it, I thought he was maybe in pain. Um, but then after a while, it's like, no, no, he likes doing this. It's fun for him. Um, yeah. and he's not going to like rip in half or anything. He's Kirby. He's Kirby. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they do some fun stuff with the mouthful mode because they're basically like more powerful transformations that you can only keep for a certain amount of time because usually you like either can't jump very high in them or you can't go up ladders or whatever. So they find ways of like stopping you from taking them through the whole level. But they break stuff up nicely. We're like, oh, I'm in the car now. So I get to drive around really fast and just run over all of these guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, oh, I'm in the, um, you know, uh, vending machine and I'm on a moving platform and there's these uh, things that come out of the wall and only the vending machine shots can destroy them um and usually they're tied to like the secrets in the level too right so like um that's one thing that i really like about this game is that there is just like okay yeah finish the level get to the end and you rescue like three waddle dees or whatever just by doing that um but then there are these like hidden missions in the game too where it'll be things like oh um eat three kinds of fish in this level (laughs) Mm -hmm. or like activate some mechanism and they range from like pretty obvious to pretty obscure but like they always seem to reward like wandering around and being like oh i wonder if there's something over there and they're like almost always is yeah like why is there a vent right here and then you jump on the vent and then it's like oh you found the hidden ice cream you got right. it. like you someone got the- left their ice cream in the vent i love that shit because it i I have this like completionist brain, but only for stuff that I think is attainable and like mm, yeah. wouldn't push me for like yeah. a thousand hours in something. Like Ali uh, Ali World is something that I think of like that, or like Neon White, where like there's just little corners you can cut in the demo to like make somewhere faster and like kind of get everything. Um, and this game does that so well because like just at the beginning, the first few levels, like I just automatically a hundred percented it without really thinking too much. But it it pushes you, like, if you're curious, like, stay curious and it'll reward you, which is really, really nice. And it's just, like, it, it really reminded me of, like, playing earlier Kirby games, but also newer Mario games at the same time. Like, Odyssey, when... I feel mm. like Odyssey does very similar things. Um, and it was nice to do that as Kirby. It is great to be the pink boy. Yeah, that's a really good point. It does just like really reward curiosity um, in general. Like, and I think that's why I liked playing this so much. Um, I don't know. There's just like these fun things and it's not all like, like there on some levels, there's just these baby ducks and you, uh-huh. they follow you. <laughs> you 
pie and you lead them to their mom and then she spits a coin at you. Yeah. I'm like, this is fucking yes. great. This is what I like to see. Um, it just, it, it feels good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it's like, it's for me, they're just like running around and it's just, Kirby is a character that has just so much character, the character that has so much character, but it's funny because he's like probably the most minimalistic design of any Nintendo character, but he just packs so much personality into this little orb, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like Mario's fun to watch running around link climbing up stuff is yeah. Great. Link is cool too. But like Kirby is just like, it's just fun to just watch him run around. Um, yeah. Oh, and then, it's also, the, yeah, yeah. have y'all ever dodge rolled? Yes. Cause I don't think they explain it. They don't. Yeah. I, did, I was like, I was fighting the first couple of bosses and I was like, this needs a dodge roll. Like I might be too Elden Ring pilled right now, but I would eat this boss up if I had a dodge roll. And then I eventually realized you could shield and then roll. Like, Some and then push it direction you roll. roll. Yeah. Like the sword and the hammer and a few others you can roll. Um, and it slows down time. It does. It goes into what? bullet time if you dodge something. Yeah, no, they yeah. don't explain this at all. I wrote a little thing on the site about tips for the game that it doesn't really tell you about. And one of them is that. And I, like that helps so much it in a couple really of bosses. Does. Like especially the boss that's the um the freaky armadillo guy. Yeah. Uh, and he just oh, keeps that spinning guy's at you. So twisted. Dodge, dodging out of the way it makes it much easier. Going into that spot uh-huh. <laughs> where like freaky armadillo guy has all these like like hates Kirby. I don't know. Is this like his thing? Is like is, is this guy like a ex, like a regular character no. whose whole thing is being all of them with hate, Kirby? All the beast people hate Kirby. Well, but do they? So that's They're kind of the to. thing. That's sort of like the thing in this game, right? Is let's okay. maybe let's talk about the narrative a bit because Kirby yeah. games historically, the earliest ones were just like, oh no, King Dedede stole all the snacks. You got to stop him, and then. You know, by like Kirby's adventure, they were like, oh, um, this being of pure nothingness wants to consume reality. So Kirby, maybe you should do something about that. (laughs) And this one is sort of in between that, leaning more towards the latter, because you go through the game and you're rescuing the Waddledees who like are your enemies in the old games. But like they're just mostly Kirby's. They're just people who live on Popstar. I um, actually, can we do a quick sidebar? Because yeah, I was yeah, yeah. very curious about this at the start. I was like, I swear these are just enemies. I've mostly seen them as enemies. So I looked it up and uh, they usually, here's what it says from the Kirby wiki. Many, but not all, Waddledees loyally serve King Dedede, right. the self-proclaimed ruler of Dreamland. Uh, and he often involves them in his schemes. So yes. I... I thought they were all just evil, but like some of them aren't. And it seems like he's just like taking advantage of these cute little guys. No, I for mean, his evil plans. I don't know if he's evil. He's just like selfish or something. Selfish um, plans. He just likes snacks, which is hard to blame him. Um, but yeah, no, they, they, a lot of them are like just, you know, work for him. And so that's why they're your enemies in the other games. But in mm. this one, you're rescuing them because they got sucked through the hole to the forgotten, uh, the forgotten land. And um, you're rescuing them from these cute little, like, foxes and stuff, which it feels bad so to fight them at first. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and some are, of them don't fight back. Some of them are, like, them are eating dinner. Some of them are sleeping or eating dinner, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so you're fighting all those guys, and you're like, why are these guys so mad at me? Why do they hate me so much? It's like the beast pack? I don't know what that is. And why are they capturing all these Waddle Dees? Um, and you don't really find out until, like, basically the end of the game. Uh, you do meet King DDD about halfway through and fight him. And it's like, okay, well, why are, why are we fighting then if I'm rescuing your guys? But it's Beast DDD. It's Beast King DDD. And uh, it turns out that he has been manipulated by something because you, you sort of knock him out of it. And uh, then he holds them off as they, uh, the beast pack is coming to attack you. And there's this great his scene where- His heroic moment. His heroic yeah. moment, yeah. He, he throws a Waddle Dee into the elevator as it's closing to save him. Uh, and he just stands there and faces That was the, beautiful. Yeah. That was so beautiful. Was I so think it was like, no, King Dedede, no, stop, don't do it. Um, and then you sort of learn the truth of the whole situation. How did you both- uh, 
react to that? How do you, like, what was your, because Elby, you haven't played a Kirby game really. So were you sort of prepared for this or was it just like, wait, what? Well, I mean, the thing is like the level design kept getting darker and darker and darker as you go. Right. Um, And like, so by the time I got there and like the monster design, the enemy design kept getting scarier Mm -hmm. and darker, like to the point where there were some like, where yeah, you start fighting these cute little foxies and these little funky guys throwing bombs at you. And then you're suddenly at this level, at these levels where it's like, this looks like the end of a racer head. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? What is that? Um, <laughs> so I figured it was going someplace dark. Um, and like, yeah. So I also had heard people talking about things like, oh, I don't trust. It was maybe Merritt saying, I don't trust this guy. Or maybe it was your just I like, did say that. Dark- yeah. Yeah. But that's just um, because, you know, it's like a little guy in a Kirby game. And in the past, there have been little guys in Kirby games who turned out to be, you know, universe devouring yeah. monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was a little bit surprised that it wasn't that simple. Yeah. I like that it wasn't. Like, yeah. I, I didn't think Elfinel would stab me in the back just because he's always like he's so helpful that would he's be like, really dark and that would be like hey kids don't trust your friends because yeah. they're gonna fucking delete the <laughs> like, you're doing universe. great you're doing amazing and then he's like i actually hate you <laughs> that would be evil so yeah i wasn't extremely I, I don't know i was surprised that like he was related to it like i thought he would just be like our friend along the adventure that's the part that like really threw me for a loop when he was like half of the. Oh, problem. I knew this little fucker was going to be involved in some. Capacity. You did. You did. Yeah, he had to be. Um, so what? Basically, as it turns out, that you end up at this lab, and uh, there's this narration that is like explaining to you that, like, oh, uh, some time ago, this fucking alien demon called Facto Forgo like invaded our reality, but we caught it and put it into a lab and studied it for science. And then part of it broke off and um, got some got away, and we don't know what happened to it, which became Elphilin. Um, and then we just put it, like, we just trapped it in this lab and um, used its magical powers to just, like, go to other dimensions or something. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the lion guy. Lion? Oh, Leongar, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's the leader of the beast pack, and he's like, yeah, he tells you some of this. He's like, Oh, the people who lived here used its powers to go to other dimensions. I'm going to use it to go to the land of dreams. Does that sound like anything you know? <laughs> like dreamlands? Um, yeah. So he wants to go there. Um, but but that's so sad. It's like humans just left all the they animals. Just left, yeah. Yeah, that's sort of what it seems like happened, right? It's like yeah. there were people there. They left and then animals sort of maybe like kind of like became intelligent over time. Mm-hmm. So fucked up. It's Just so weird and sad. Yeah. It is. It's it's yeah, it's fucked up. And so the lion is like, I want to go to the dreamland. We want to go to the dreamland too, which is really sad. Um, but then and Kirby beats the shit out of him. Kirby beats the no. shit out of him. Uh, <laughs> because the the monster Fecto Forgo Forgo Forgotten um is uh, explains like, oh, I, that all of this was me because I possessed all these guys and used them to uh, like find that little critter, Elphilin, yeah. um, because it's like part of it and it wants to be whole again. And then it turns into a fucking, it turns into like the thing. Yeah. Um, like this fight where you're running down the hall from it and it's just like an oozing mass of faces and limbs. Genuinely stressful because I didn't Are see that you part coming at all. Kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like th- this section there were five potential endings. Like I thought, oh, okay, I beat the beat King DDD, it's over. Oh, okay, I beat Leon Gar, it's over. Oh, okay, I beat the thing, it's over. And then mm-hmm. it kept going. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you fight the fucking blob, and uh, then it it gobbles up your friend Elphilin and becomes Facto Elphilius, which looks like a Final Fantasy boss. Yeah. Uh, it's just like a big angel monster thing. And uh, you think, okay, now it's done, right? And it's like, no. No. Not quite. Not at all. 
uh, you fight you fight him on a roof. The mm-hmm. Fecto big guy, the Fecto big one, um, and you kill it kind of, and Alphanel jumps out, and then the evil Fecto is like dripping and like kind of phasing in and out of reality uh and then it starts like fusing the world again and like actually enacting its plan to push its planet the forgotten lands into dreamland once again but like this time for real and crash the two planets uh and then a semi trailer truck <laughs> drops down. Just a big it's the rig. only way to stop the only way to stop the end of reality. Yeah. The big rig is to drops become down. a big, big fucking truck. Big the big rig drops down and then Kirby and Alf Alphalin just look at each other and they're like, Yeah. <laughs> we're Let's hopping in this, this shit. <laughs> I love that part so and much. And you're just like driving over like collapsing floating debris. It's Until so you cool. just finally just ram it into this guy's like idiot face. It's very cool. It's the first and only part in the game where you use that um that mouthful mode and it's just like wow, okay. <laughs> it seems like yeah. an ending from like uh, like Mass Effect or something. I don't know. It, it's it is very dramatic, um, very cool. And uh then Elphilin closes the portal. But he has to do it from the other side. And it's very yeah, sad, sad, although it's almost immediately not sad because then it's like, oh, no, he came back. <laughs> it's like, you think he's dead or something? But it's like, no, 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 he's he's back immediately. It's totally fine. Don't even worry yeah. about it, kids. Because he, he has like ha- he has the powers of the other four ghosts. Yeah. So he can just jump. Yeah. So he comes back and uh, the uh, Beast Pack guys are friends with the Waddledees and everything now. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's what we not all the want. end. But it is the end for the first part of this podcast because we're going to take a break. We'll be right back after this. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we're back. So, um, yeah, I was pretty surprised that this was not the end of the game. I mean, it's credits, but then there's like a whole additional section after this. Have you both played through that? I haven't played through all of it. I started it. Um... I hit credits last night and then kept going a little bit. And then I was like, I can't keep playing Kirby. I have to like yeah. do laundry. Be <laughs> so <laughs> basically like you, um, you go to this dimension called Forgo dreams. Yeah. Because so the cool. Cheeto uh, boss is like, Hey, we're not bad people. Like we were possessed. Um, <laughs> you want to help our leader? Cause right. his soul's He's destroyed. Sick. Yeah. His soul has been destroyed somehow. Um, and uh, so you you sort of have to go through remixes of the levels and um, that are like harder than the original ones. Not the, not every level. It's like there's one level for each world in the game. I really um, like the difficulty in this section. Like it's challenging to a level that I'm like, okay, I, I wish this whole game was this hard um, because some of it is too breezy for me. And I know it's like not supposed to be a hard game, but like, these platforming challenges and what they expect you to do with mouthful mode and to get all the soul pieces is really, really fun. I like how hard it pushes you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is sort of like, technically this is post game, right? Like you've beaten the, yeah. beaten the game. Um, but this is like, okay, this was, you can tell this was them doing like, okay, here's all like the weird shit we came up with that got cut from the game because we thought it was easy, but we've also been playing this game for 600 hours while working on it. So we're <laughs> going to put it in this other section uh, where it's marked off as like more difficult. And also you have more options to get through that stuff because um, once you beat the main game, um, I think that's when they give you the option to start like powering up your abilities, right? To just make yeah. them stronger. Because yeah, before that, you have that the options night. to like unlock new ones, which is cool. That's a new thing also. Um, mm-hmm. What are what were your uh, go-to powers? 
gunner's broken especially like at the last levels you just charge it up and it three shots them the space uh space patrol or whatever yeah 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 Oh, I never went up to that because I liked being a little musketeer um, <laughs> with a little fancy hat. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the ice one because I liked when you jump, you do like a little figure skating jump, yeah. like a little figure skating spin. Um, and it's just cute. And yeah, the thing is like, I'm not like air quotes good uh, at this at game. So I used the ones that I thought were the cutest. Yeah. And yeah, I like the ice one a lot. And I think the ice one like did good. Like it got like... The ice one is cool. Yeah. It gets it gets good damage. I like the... Like you, when you get in really... Because I'm not good at like aiming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I couldn't really use the gun at all like for boss fights. Because uh, I would just get nervous and fuck up and shoot towards nothing. Um, mm. So like... Ones that are really good to just like get in really, really close and then be spiky and mm-hmm. cause damage. So like ice was good for that. Um, and you then you can freeze them and you can really, really fuck them up once they're frozen. Yeah. Uh, the needle-y, the needle mm-hmm. uh, porcupine one was oh, really fun. Oh, you used that one. I barely yeah. used it. I was like, when do I use this? <laughs> you, well, oh, it's cool. Yeah, you one. can roll into guys. What mm-hmm. I like about guys and like, yeah. Sorry. Go, no, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, I, what I liked about it for, especially for, um, for boss fights is because the boss fights give you all those stars mm-hmm. in case you don't have a oh, power. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. shoot stuff. Uh, for, in needle mode, you can pick those up and throw them. Um, so you can Very still smart. use them. And I liked, I liked that. But also, like, I just like being uh, like a pink, like, crystal guy because <laughs> yeah. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, um, I basically found something that I thought was like the most powerful thing in the game. I just stuck with that for like the rest of the game, which was the storm tornado. Um, it's like the final upgrade for the the tornado power, but it takes Ooh. a while to get used to the control. But once you do, all you do is just go up next to a boss and just like hammer the spin button and you just <laughs> burn them down. Like I wasn't really even doing most of the mechanics of the later bosses. I was just like, bip, 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 bip. Um, Cause it does the same thing. It picks up the stars and shoots them out. But yeah. um, one thing I liked about, about this is, so the way that you upgrade your, uh, your powers is by getting these things called rare stones and you can get them from doing some mini games in town, but the main way you get them is by doing these little, what they call treasure road levels, which are like very small obstacle courses built around a certain power. And I think those do a really good job of sort of showing you what the different powers can do. Like yeah. with the spike thing, like there's a whole thing where you have to roll things up and throw them. Like that's how you progress through the thing. Um, and uh, like it got me to try things that I otherwise might not have. Absolutely. I think I spoke about this a bit on Channel F, but the drill ability I didn't use for a while because I was like, this doesn't really do anything. Like. Mm-hmm. What? But then during the challenge room, it was like, okay, make a circle and then it'll explode. And like the explosion will like radiate yeah, off and hit enemies. Yeah, yeah. So I actually started picking that up when I was facing huge groups of enemies. So it helped me out. It's it's pretty good. Decent one. Like all the powers are, are cool. Yeah. I like them. Yeah. Even, um, even sleep is useful in this one. Is it? Uh, you, yeah. When you sleep, you get all your health back. Oh, and then if shit. you, uh, you can actually upgrade the sleep ability to deep sleep. Uh, and then Kirby gets a little moon hat and, uh, you get all your health back. And then it also gives you like a little, uh, benefit afterwards. Like, cause he's so well rested, he can run faster or he's stronger or he has a second health bar. Oh, good. That's so fucking cool. I know. It's I great. Was, oh my, that, that actually rules. That's yeah. okay. I never did it. I never swallowed the sleepy ones. Mm-hmm. And I should have because I kept dying. There's, I kept running out of health. <laughs> there's at least one uh, secret challenge in the game where it's like you rescue a Waddle D, a secret Waddle D by like, abs- like sucking up a sleepy guy and then taking a nap by a pool. And it's like, great, you did it. You took a nap by the pool. <laughs> I know exactly yes, where that yes. is. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. go back and do that. That's so, it's just. It's great. Yeah. There's so many cute little yeah. interactions like that. Yeah. 
there's also another like sleeping guy on a bench in the like forego mm-hmm. late game and there's like a soul behind him but you can't see him see it without like swallowing him and going to sleep first oh yeah because so it's, in, it's the, neat. in the um the forego uh dimension or whatever it's called um you forego dreams you're trying to get the pieces of Leon's soul, which is like very funny because the Kirby game starts off with like, oh, I'm walking around and it's cute. Oh no. And then it ends with like, you found a piece of Leon's soul. And it's like, I didn't realize I was playing a from software game, but okay. <laughs> uh, and you get all these pieces and then you fight Leon Gar again. And then you fight um, this thing. And I mean, Elby, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if I want you want it spoiled for you but um I mean this is a spoiler cast a spoiler cast it's like not that it's not like a spoiler it's just like you fight this thing called Morpho Knight because a butterfly lands on the monster and turns it into like a Meta Knight type guy um and uh then it turns into another thing and then you fight it and then you're finally finally done um but you can get that power too you get the Morpho Knight power after you beat it cool because I think I just got the Meta Knight power. Meta Knight power is very good. Because I just beat him in the in Meta the Knight Cup. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it's called, the, the Meta, Meta Knight, Knight Cup. Cup. <laughs> like, this guy just showed up. He's so fucking cool. We did the whole <laughs> tournament after him. <laughs> I love when you beat Meta Knight and you see his face and he's just like a little weird orb like Kirby. He's just Kirby. a little guy. He's mm. just a little guy, yeah. Um, <laughs> he's got and, the uh, scowl. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can basically be Med Knight because when you get his power, you can do all kinds of cool moves and spin around and shoot lasers and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the way the visual, like the, the visual world building and the aesthetics and the, the way it goes from like super light, bright, cartoony to like more dark, weird, creepy, and like back into like the cosmic stuff into soul collecting, I just find really compelling. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it keeps it like, I don't know, it's enough. There's enough cuteness throughout the whole thing to keep me from burning out on any like one aesthetic, but mm-hmm. it also feels really cohesive. Um, and like the, in the boss battle with like, you know, Omega Ultra Alphilin, mm-hmm. the Angel of Spears. Um, <laughs> the part where it's like, okay, you motherfucker, it's time to unleash unleash my cosmic hell. And then <laughs> it just like opens up a portal and shoots uh, asteroids at you. But it has this like kind of liquid oily effect mm. on the sky before it opens up that yeah. I just like, that it, it texture wise is super different than everything else in the game. And it's like not that, on its own is not that interesting or like advanced or like whoa I can't believe the graphics tech but just like the use of different textures I guess and the I just it's really subtle and feels really good and is smart yeah and keeps it I guess texturally like interesting like there's also these things with these like gachapons and you can get these little figures and the textures on the figures are just slightly plasticky Mm -hmm. um in a way that I just find like, I don't know, it it just stuff like that keeps me invested visually. Yeah, you want enough that I can you want stay some diversity. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's an attention to detail that they really crafted well. Like, yeah, people if they're gonna make a gotcha system like that, like they put time into it. They actually made it something that like people collectors are gonna really enjoy like they even had the mode for when you look at them like yeah, it's kirby it's looking kirby, at them like a giant face, like, oh. at a desk and like, to me ooh. to me that feature calls back something in um a previous hell game super smash brothers melee which mm. had those trophies that you would collect and you got them out of kind of a gosh upon machine uh, and that's something that's basically been absent from that series for a long time, but I like that they brought it back here because it fits so well. You're just like collecting, you know, these little versions of Kirby and all his friends and enemies and stuff. And sometimes you get like nice little text um, sort of telling you about them too. Uh, and then, yeah, even just like the the Waddle Dee Town, like I, uh, I'm i kind of a sucker for any game that does this where like you, you are building up a town as you go through it. So the way it works in this one is as you rescue more Waddle Dees, 
they come back and like open more like stores and things. Um, yeah, like a fast food place, a mail. There's place. a mail thing where basically you can get like present codes to get items. Um, there's yeah, the fast food mini game where you're serving people. Uh, there's like game. there's fishing. There's the tilting, fishing uh, like a rolling ball mini game. That one's too hard. Fuck it's that very game. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's too real. But and and I was playing that uh-huh. during. I was playing that during Merit Souls, and like it was one of the things where Merit, you kept getting your ass kicked, and I was like, "This more, it, I need to put this down." And like, <laughs> what? Like, th- like Elden Ring. Watching someone else have a hard time with Elden Ring is going to be less frustrating than this game. I had a really hard <laughs> time with that game. thing too. Yeah, I'm not good at those. Fuck tilting um, games. But then you get but, stuff I too. Mean, like, unless you love it. Yeah, you get like a little sound which test, be. which is a bunch of Waddle Dees playing musical instruments and you can ask them to yeah. play different songs. And yeah. pay them. You Give pay them, money. them. Yeah, you get uh, Kirby's House where uh, it plays sort of like a retro theme from the series. And you can also look at and this little sleep. book. You can sleep. Yeah, you can look at this little health. book that tells you like the history of Kirby games, which is really a nice touch. Um, you do the tournament. LB, you mentioned that there's like a bunch of tournaments where you fight a bunch of bosses in a row, which is something that is sort of a staple of Kirby games as well. Yeah, just like a lot of a lot, all these like really nice little touches, you know, it's like the core game itself is good, but it's just one of these things where like, I feel like all of the parts come together so well because in the yeah. data, like the moment to moment thing of playing it, I'm like, this is a fun, enjoyable game. Um, but then now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I think this is like one of the better games I've played this year so far. <laughs> like, yeah, just it's every, definitely up there. Yeah. Like it's probably going to land in my top 10 just because like every part of it fits together so well. I don't know. I didn't play the co-op mode. I don't know if either of you did. No, I played, I played some. Some of it. Okay. Yeah. So it there's a co-op mode. It was kind of disappointing though. Like yeah. the whole thing is mouthful mode and 3D and all that, but you play as, uh, if you are the co-op person, you play as Bandana Waddle Dee, yeah. which uses a spear. Like their abilities are pretty strong, but you can't switch abilities at all. Right. So you're right. just using that the whole time, which I think would be extremely boring. Like I let my partner play as Kirby because I was playing most of it and I was playing Bandana Waddle Dee and I was like, okay, I could see this getting samey if I were to play this for the whole game because so much of the game is your Kirby trying out new things. Yeah. yeah, Switching things out. And yeah. So I I kind of wish they had a different Kirby or maybe you could play as alpha now. I I don't know. Something where you could also indulge in the mouthful mode and the powers around you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in previous games, they've let you play as like a helper, um, which a lot of the time means you are like the enemy that Kirby gets a power from. So if Kirby yeah. gets the bomb power and then creates a helper, it is like one of those little clown guys. I can kind of see why they might not have done that in this one, because it would have made things much more complicated with the 3D space. And yeah. um, Malfoy Mode 2 would have gotten a little confusing. I think mainly what that feature is there for like, it's always nice to have local co-op. I imagine what it's there for is, um, you know, if you're playing with a kid or something and, yeah. um, you know, either you could say- It is little brother mode. Yeah, well, but but I can see it going both ways, right? Is like, you could say, okay, yeah, no, you you can play, you play as Kirby because you get to do all the fun stuff and I'll just be Waddle D and like back you up. Or like, oh, you know, moving through a 3D space is- you know, awkward and confusing for people who haven't done much of it. So why don't you try Waddle D for a bit? And then, you know, we can switch off later on. Mm, mm. That makes sense. Yeah. It's but better also, than some co-op modes in Nintendo games where it's like, you're controlling a cursor on the screen that shoots oh stars God. and stuff. Oh God. Don't remind me. <laughs> I don't like that mode. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. I just kind of wanted a bit more from it. That's honestly, fair. Cause yeah. I was so used to using all the powers that I was like, Oh, Dang. And I also played Superstar where you get to choose yeah. who the co-op is. And I kind of missed that element as well. Um, but it's nice that it's even there. And it, it's fun. I'm critiquing, but like I really like this game. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I uh I have never played I don't I haven't played like a co-op mode in a game since like Super Nintendo. So I I'm always curious to hear and not ever experience. Well, we should so live with a fellow game player. <laughs> we should play maybe on stream sometime uh, Kirby Superstar because that game is co-op and um, like we were saying, okay. yeah, like the, the second player can be 
basically anything. Um, and they also, some of them are unique too. Like they have their own little abilities that Kirby doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Oh, it's so cool. And when you can actually play as the enemies too, it's like, whoa, am I allowed to be doing this? What yeah. Is this legal? Yeah. Um, Timeless game. That would be such a good stream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. But I think I mean, this is like a, I think, you know, there have been a lot of Kirby games that have come out over the last few years that aren't really in sort of like the main series. I, like, because if you go to the Wikipedia page, there's like, there's a timeline of all of them and the the sort of mainline ones are bolded. There's a lot of spinoffs, right? Because Kirby's such a flexible character. They've made like, you know, the pinball game, which I really liked as a kid, Dream Course, which is basically golf. Um, but then over the last few years, I feel like they've been releasing a lot of like Switch online or like 3DS online releases that are basically just like Smash Brothers, but not as good. But yeah, like Kirby, Kirby Fighters. Them. Kirby Fighters, Kirby Clash, like all that stuff. And it's just like, okay, well, these aren't, this isn't anything. Um, but um, this to me is like, and Kirby Star Allies was like, okay, I guess from what I heard. But to me, this is like the best Kirby game I've played in like a very, very long time. That's that's true. Like, I'm trying to think of the last one I really, really enjoyed and that was on the DS. I liked Triple Deluxe on the 3DS, but it wasn't, anything different really it was sort of the same kind of thing and you know if i want that formula i will probably go back to uh you know dreamland or adventure or um superstar so mm -hmm. i mean i've played every kirby demo mm -hmm. uh on the switch maybe i played I, I don't know if there i don't think there was a demo for I feel like I remember playing something Kirby on the 3DS, but not being taken with it. Mm. And this was the first time I was like, oh shit. Like I played this demo and was like, okay, I'm I'm like, cause I wasn't sold on definitely playing this. Right. Mm. And then I was, and then I played it all really fast <laughs> and, and like did fit and like did hit credits and was like, I want to play more Kirby games. Yeah. Like I want more of this, this feeling. Cause it just like, again, it's not like the greatest, you know, the actual gameplay itself isn't like, I don't know the most, amazing thing ever done but the whole as a whole it's just so cohesive and complete and satisfying and intriguing and fuzzy it makes me happy and, though yeah time. like i was like just smiling like games don't have to hate you <laughs> it's it's nice to see something that is so joyful and <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were talking about this earlier um about how it switches genre but it all feels connected yeah. Like even in the last section, like I feel like Mary comp compared the Forgo thing to the thing. And yeah, it, it is like a, a thriller moment there when you're running down the hallway and it's such such a tight space. But then immediately after that, it's like an action movie where you're on a big rig jumping off of fucking skyscrapers and then just impaling your enemy with the truck. Like it's kind of crazy, but it all feels this like it all feels like it makes sense in this world uh which i really really love i don't know this this game makes me really happy yeah it was yeah, fun to play this alongside elden ring <laughs> yes. oh my gosh I, that that must have been like a nice i don't know reprieve seriously so. i was fighting yeah one of the hardest bosses in elden ring uh -huh. for so long like my friends in discord were like oh you're at it again huh Yes, I was at it again. <laughs> on my break time, I was playing Kirby. Just like, wow, this is this is happiness. This is good. Good times all around. I don't know. I'm like thinking, I'm trying to do something in my head, like trying to form an idea in my head. And it's not quite there. So maybe the two of you can help me. But I do feel like Kirby being this guy who like can be anything, but also is always very much Kirby. Mm. And this game being able to do all these different genres, but also feeling very cohesive. Like that there's a, that tracks to me. Like that feels mm. appropriate somehow. You're right. Like I, I couldn't see Mario doing this all and making it all click in a way that'd be like, Oh, this makes sense in the mushroom kingdom. Nah, it's dreamland. Like shit is weird and it's going to crash and there's going to be like an otherworldly force. I, I totally get yeah. what you're saying. Like you can do the thing and then like a Fast and the Furious big rig moment. And it's, yeah, it's Kirby. He can do it all. He can do it's it beautiful. all, folks.
And uh, maybe that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah, we're all very proud of him. And he's our special little guy. And uh, (laughs) now I want to go back and play uh, Kirby Squeaks God and a whole bunch of other, you know, games on the Game Boy Advance and DS and all those things. Um, I haven't played Kirby 64, the Crystal Shards, since it came out, I don't think. And that one was, uh, was pretty neat, too. So... Uh, thanks for listening, folks. And uh, thank you, LB and Funke, for joining me on this one. Of course. Oh, my gosh, my uh, pleasure. If you want to follow LB, they're at Hunk Tears uh, on Twitter. If you want to follow Funke, they're at Funke Fly. Uh, if you want to follow our producer, Jordan, he is at Jordan underscore Mallory. Fanbyte is at Fanbyte Media. I am at Merritt K. And um, yeah, tell us, uh, join join the Fanbyte Discord. Go to fanbyte.casa. And uh, you can get in the Discord and, uh, yeah, tell us your thoughts on uh, the new Kirby game. If you've played a lot of them, I would be curious as to how you feel like it stands up to the others. And if you this is your first one, because I feel like this is probably going to be a lot of people's first Kirby game. Um, That's true. Because it's the first sort of big new one on the Switch. So um, if it's your first one, too, I would love to hear Um but you thought about it. And if you are now going to go play more Kirby games, because he's one of my favorite little guys. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't played it yet and you listened through the spoiler cast, check out the demo. At least I think it's. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Like, I think you will have fun with it. And uh, we do have a few little guides and things up on the site, too. So go check those out. Fanby.com. And um, yeah, until the next one of these, uh, we all say Kirby's famous catchphrase. Hi. Uh, hi. Bye. No, I think we bye. can just end with uh, the, the Kirby uh, end of level theme. <laughs> okay, good. That's what, I was, that's what I was hoping that we would do. Yeah. Like, I think we'd look really good doing that dance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Three of us would look really cool. Just picture us doing that as the music plays. And we'll see you next time. Yeah.